Hi, everyone. You're listening to the Your Reality Recaps audio-only version of our special celebrity Big Brother UK show that's actually hosted by Jason Roy from Big Brother 17. To see all of our content, head over to yourrealityrecaps.com. But hey, since you're listening in iTunes, do us a favor. Give us a five-star rating and a nice review. It really helps support our shows. Or, like I said, check out our website. Watch all our stuff over there. Or, if YouTube is more your thing, you can head over to youtube.com slash realityrecaps and thumbs up, subscribe, and leave some comments too while you're at it. We're all talking about this on the post over on the website. So, so many options, but you're here on iTunes. Thanks for listening. We love you. The most important thing we can say is if you want to help support our shows and keep us bringing you new content like this, consider becoming a patron. Yourrealityrecaps.com slash patron P-A-T-R-E-O-N You get access to exclusive shows only for patrons, access to the Facebook group where we post lots of stuff that we can't say or post or share anywhere else there. It's a private group just for patrons and so much more. Plus, it keeps us up and running. But all right, enough about this. Let's get to that celebrity Big Brother UK show hosted by Jason Roy. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Jason Roy's Celebrity Big Brother UK final show. Oh, no. And I don't know about the ending, but I think it's going to be good. And Jason's going to tell us. I still want to know what happened with the shit where we left off last week. We left off with shit last week, and I need to know what happened with that. But let me let you guys know this, because it is Jason's last show, and you all love him so much. Don't forget, use your thumbs up and your gold bars and all that stuff. All of it is going to Jason, so show him how much you love him. Yes, he doesn't want me to say that. I'm saying it. For all of you. Gold bar him. Uh, um, and lastly, if you're watching these back on YouTube, you can click on these buttons. Thumbs up and subscribe. iTunes, five-star rating and a nice review. Check out all of Jason's past shows if you missed them at yourrealityrecaps.com uh, slash cbbuk. And see Jason uh, on the live stream from the weekend at yourrealityrecaps.com slash nyc fundraiser. But... That being said, without further ado, let's get to Jason and all of the drama from the finale of Celebrity Big Brother UK. Take it away, Jason! <laughs> hey, hookies! Okay, so here we are. My last Celebrity Big Brother recap finale was like T-minus an hour ago. I think Bit on the Side is still on right now. Uh, we have a lot to talk about that, but let's not spoil it yet for anyone who actually may not watch and may only be watching the recaps. So, like we said, um, we finished off last week with Jillian McKeith there to examine shit. She was going to look at everybody's shit samples, and that's pretty much what she did. So, um, she continues her task to detoxify the housemates, and she's going to decide, out of the four people that she decided were toxic on day one, she's going to reconsider and decide which four are toxic after one days of Jillian fixing your life. She pretty much just tells them to stop smoking cigarettes. She takes all the good food out of the house and, like, leaves them with raisins. I mean, Jillian McKeith is probably, like, my arch nemesis. Her in the house with me, like, you're gonna tell me I can't eat junk food or smoke? Bitch, we are going to fight. But, um, she does. She has everyone crap in a box. Like, a Tupperware container. Like, some, like, Pyrex that people cook drugs in. And, um... 
<laughs> I can't believe this was just in front of me. Um, yeah, so she examines everybody's shit in Pyrex containers. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know if you can go to college for this. I don't know if they teach you how to look at crap and figure out what the hell. It, but this lady's got like crap psychic skills. So um, during this, she sort of interrogates each of the people that aren't toxic. And that goes like pretty smoothly, except her and Darren seem to have a weird sort of interaction. You can see that's not very going very well, and there wasn't good vibes there. Not that I think that there was anything really said. But um, then she talks to the four people that are toxic. Um, during that, uh, Tiffany is having her moment, and Steph and Scotty T are diddling around with highlighters, like cuddling on their knees and stuff. And Jillian calls them out for mocking Tiffany, and Tiffany, of course, takes the occasion to jump up and yell at them. Any occasion to yell at someone, and girl, that's fine because you entertaining me, and I'll yell at somebody too. I love a good argumentative person. There is nothing better, especially in a Big Brother house, and especially in a UK Big Brother house. Than someone who just wants to have an argument about anything. Because sometimes these episodes can get pretty dull if you fill the house with dull people. So Tiffany's kicking off at them. They really don't even understand. I'm not even sure if they know what the word mocking means. Because Scotty T's and Stephanie's IQ combined is probably lower than Clay's. Um, so uh, Jillian declares who the four new most toxic housemates are. They're Darren Day for starting smoking again and not really letting go of the John nominating him back in, like, week one. Like, I think even the public let it go, Darren. Let it go. She stays with Tiffany because Tiffany is not going to stop smoking and is Tiffany. Go on, girl. And she puts Stephanie and Jeremy in there together, thinking this is your opportunity where you guys can be together and maybe be less toxic. Well, um... Pretty much everyone except Jeremy refuses to go into the rehab clinic, and they all start kicking off. So, um, they are not going in there, plain and simple, but we do have Steph and Jeremy have their first kiss on camera. Well, we've heard them under comforters and blah, 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 duvet covers for the people who know what the hell those are. But, um... We haven't really seen one out there in the open, so we get our first that, but we're going to get a lot more of them out in the open soon to come. Now, actually, during the course of this day, we have quick nominations, because the day after that, we have an eviction. So, really quick, we got one day to vote. So, we do the nominations. Only the people who are non-toxic housemates are allowed to nominate, which is Danny, Gemma, Scotty, and John. They all nominate Stephanie. Danny, Gemma, and John also nominate uh, Jeremy. Now, Scotty T is close with Jeremy. He's obviously not going to nominate Jeremy, so he nominates Tiffany. So the three people up for eviction are Steph and Jeremy and Tiffany with just the one vote. I think this drives Tiffany a little bit crazy because she's thinking, who in God's name voted for me? I think she thought she was maybe finally out of nomination's way with the other housemates hearing her positive reaction from the audience and thinking, okay, honey, I'm good. And obviously she's not. But it's Scotty T. I think Scotty T is always going to nominate Tiffany. And Tiffany 
is not afraid to nominate Scotty T. So a game is a game. So Tiffany and Stephanie are not very pleased with this. Uh, really just kicking off about how they're tired of always being nominated and tired of always packing. They're really just yelling and expelling energy. You know, a lot of the times when you're frustrated about things, it's better just almost take the comedic route. Now, everyone wasn't seeing it comedic, but me, I laugh at two people that are going to ridiculously yell over the top and, like, say things about, like, throwing stuff or whatever that is. I'd rather that. That's how I deal with my stressful days. If I have a bad day, I pick up one of my girls and I yell for, like, an hour straight. And they just laugh at everything I say. Just because you're just getting out all the things you wanted to say to the dumbass customers and shit like that. So, um... Whether it's for the camera or it's really just for that, I'm loving it. The other house guests look uncomfortable, but I'm not. I'm living for it. So, um, Daniela tells Stephanie that she'll never work again. Now, this is like never work again, Gate. This is going to continue for the next couple of episodes. Obviously, this is big shots fired at Stephanie. She is not trying to have that said to her. But is it a lie? Probably not. I mean, Stephanie would probably get more work now. It didn't seem like she was working much before this because of her persona. So, honestly, it's probably not true. But Daniela, someone who has lost work because she was such a drug addict, she had no nose left. It's not really an appropriate shade to throw. You know, don't throw stones if you live in glass houses. So, um... <laughs> Stephanie continues to flip out sesh after this and pretty much breaks into the diary room and security has to come and then she's breaking into the rehab um, to see Jeremy before she leaves. And anytime you see security offices on Big Brother, you know some shit is like, or maybe they just pussies and just send in security all the time. I'm not really sure. But that's where our episode ends with them staying in the rehab, Jeremy and Stephanie and everybody else who should be in the rehab saying, fuck Jillian, she played... <laughs> <coughs> she played with my shit this morning, and I guess what? I'm asleep in my damn bed. I don't care. So, sorry, I'm sick, guys. That nasal decongestion, all it did was put all the boogers in my throat. Nasty. So, a live eviction on Friday. Shout out security. So, we have our live eviction on Friday. Everyone is really calm after the drama of the night before, and we get this task that they need to answer these phones. They have a certain allot amounted talk time, and they have to answer the phones. Some phones will be fake calls or telemarketed or bullcrap. Some will be friends and family calling, and some of them are special prizes. So um, they just have to answer every call and make sure they have enough talk time at the end to win. If they run, if they run out of talk time, they lose the task. So um, they all get calls from home over these. This task goes on for two days. So during the two days, they're all getting calls from home. A lot of sweet moments, a lot of people crying. You know, as much as they haven't been along, away for that long, you can identify with these characters and how, especially me as someone who, I mean, I wasn't away for that long with Big Brother either, but I was away longer than every single person in this celebrity cast. So eventually you do have some weird emotions about talking to people that you haven't spoken to. So everyone's crying and sappy and expected. They, they love that in BBUK. They love family home message. They love people crying. We don't really touch upon that much in the U.S. We're all about that. You better win and got that money. So they all get their phone calls from home. Hey, Sister Patterson, I heard your ass. I remember you, ho. Um, Jillian gives them more time if they continue to live a healthy lifestyle for the day. Most of them really don't, but 
Jillian ends up giving them the um, extra time just because she really just calling to annoy them, which we get a lovely quote from Gemma Collins telling her to fuck off and hanging up the phone. I My favorite part of this task is all the fake calls, and you even got John telling them to fuck off and hanging up the phone. It's kind of like how you answer every telemarketer or any, hey, this is Visa. No, I don't have a Visa. Fuck off. Okay. So we see Jeremy and Stephanie, like, doing some naughty bits, like, they are definitely doing some naughty business, and it is loud enough for everybody in this bedroom to hear, so, clearly, it's no longer she's cheating on her boyfriend, it's that she's broke up with her boyfriend on the show, and that now Jeremy is her boyfriend, she's now admitted that her boyfriend was not everything that she pretended he was when she came in the house, and no, 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 we're gonna get to that, we talk a lot about that on her final interview, I mean, that was Stephanie's main storyline, so they are constantly going to chime on that with her. Um, St Tiffany stays killing the end of the episode highlights. They usually do this DR session at the end of the episode, which will usually be like 30 seconds, a minute, of just one person talking about whatever. And Tiffany has been killing these, whether it's her on a sexual or her if it's still reading down John and other housemates about seeing through their shit. Tiffany is killing the long DR says she is DR gift gold um now we have the live eviction and the first person saved is Tiffany so now we have Jeremy and Stephanie and they have to go into different telephone booths and whoever's phone rings that's Emma telling them that they've been evicted I mean, they they really didn't need to do anything with the phones. It was that plain and simple. But Jeremy was evicted. So, goodbye, Irish tattoos. I called you a douchebag at first, but you really didn't turn out to be that bad. And at least thanks for being handsome enough to look at. And in the long run, I find you more attractive than Scotty T. So, thanks for being there. So, I mean, his interview is same, very consistent with Jeremy, exactly what you expect for him. He definitely is talking about how he feels for Stephanie and genuineness. And that brings us to our highlights for Saturday. So on Saturday, the phone task continues. More people getting phone calls from home. Um, Jeremy and Stephanie sit in this, like, very sexual position, like, I would need, like, origami to, like, try to re-envision this for you. But they're doing some Kama Sutra dry humpy thing just on top of the bed for everybody to see. So it's clear. Here we go. And then we get, um, a blatant finger gate. Not to, not to, you know, not to give anyone PTSD over finger gate or anything. But we, they definitely have their own finger gate going on over there. And it's obviously blatant that that's what's happening. Um... <laughs> Loving the fake, the hang up on the fake call. I already talked about that. They do pass their task. They have just enough time remaining to pass their task. So that's good. But they don't really say what they win. They don't really say if it's a shopping task. Sometimes in the celebrity one, they just give them a task just to do something for the day. So they show Jeremy being evicted. And now all the housemates are really rallying around Tiffany more than we've seen before. Probably because she's the highest vote getter. She gets more votes, and she gets really good cheers from the crowd. So I think now these people are starting to realize that Tiffany is a contender and that maybe them nominating her every week hasn't even really helped. If you actually look at a lot of BBUK seasons, a lot of the times winners or people that go very far, especially in civilian series, are a bit of the underdogs who are always, look at my hair all crazy, who are always nominated every week. They will constantly save those people and get the newly nominated people out just because. So, um, 
they could actually be hurting themselves by continually nominating Tiffany because they're building support around her. So now the tune has changed. Everyone's loving Tiffany a little bit more. It's a bit obvious on why they love Tiffany because obviously now it's good for game to love Tiffany. Steph cries because Jeremy's gone. What do we expect? Half of them are consoling her. Half of them are telling her to get on with it. And again, Tiffany friggin' at the end of this uh, episode has her Dior session where she's talking about soaking up the love and having the confidence to win. Like, yes, bitch, this is exactly like Tiffany released it into the universe, honey, because we all want it to happen. Highlights for Sunday. Steph and Daniela put their, like, you're never going to work again gate to bed or aside. Because it's not really, really ever going to go to bed. I don't think anybody's really getting over it. But it's to side for now. Um, Stephanie wants to borrow Darren's shirt. Darren doesn't say no. But then immediately goes in the kitchen and like bitches. Like this girl is going to fuck up this sweater. What the hell? There's going to be a burn hole in it. I mean I'm not saying that he's wrong. She probably is going to mess up that sweater. But Steph is a little bit like a classic ADHD child. Where... Um, I don't, I'm not even mad at her for being as chaotic as she is. I just think that somebody needs to help her and, like, med her up. So, um, the housemates are now locked together. They're very, um, kind of U.S. where we chain each other, but we don't usually chain ourselves in groups of seven people. But seven of them are chained together, and they have to guess, um, what the public voted on, who was the most and the least for whatever question. But it's really the public's polls and opinions. And for every key that they earn with the correct answer, one person gets unlocked. So, um, they're getting them all. I don't think there's any that are, not that they're getting them all, they are getting plenty of them wrong, but there's none that really, um, shake the foundation of the house of, oh my god, we weren't expecting that, we weren't expecting this. So, um, the task goes pretty smoothly. Only two people are not end up getting keys and unlocked. So Tiffany and Daniela stay locked together. Now, everybody that is unlocked gets like a prize party and Tiffany and Daniela don't, but they don't really care. They actually seem to be like bonding out on the cigarette poach, uh, you know, all chained together. But here, here they are. It was quite comical watching all seven of them try to navigate into a very tiny, as they would call it, water closet, as we would call it here, just... A, a a bathroom or a half bath. Um, now Stephanie goes into this like monologue about her uh, relationship with Zane from One Direction. Now I'm not really a One Direction fan, but he's the only one that was cute in that band, so I do know who he is. Now, um, really talking about how when his fame was getting massive, which seems like when she got with him, he was just sort of getting big. But then she's also implying that he, like, wasn't dealing with it well. I almost feel like she's implying drug usage. But, I don't know, welcome to Hollywood. I'm sure he's like, I mean, if I was in One Direction too, I'd probably be like a raging coquette as well. So, um... They... Oh, yeah, okay, so... The night before, every single housemate violated the rules of nominations. Now, here in our country, where we sabotage and scheme on each other in the Big Brother house, we can talk about nominations all we want. There, the really number one fundamental rule of Big Brother, the really one of the only rules you can really break, is you are not allowed to discuss 
or try to influence anyone's nominations. So you can't even say, I want to be nominated because whatever, because then you're trying to influence people to nominate you. So every single person except Stephanie has violated this rule. Really, one big conversation violated it, and then uh, Tiffany said one thing to Gemma that violated it, which we'll get to that in a second. But because Stephanie is the only person to have not violated this rule, Big Brother rewards her with giving her a killer nomination, which we've had a few killer nominations this season. This means it only takes one person to nominate you. They pick you, you're up, plain and simple. So Stephanie kind of got an easy job. She picks Daniela, even though they put all of the you'll never work gate away. It's not away. And they've had plenty of pent-up aggression or passive aggression to each other for a while now. So, no surprise, she nominates Daniela. Now, um, Gemma it really tries to start blaming Tiffany for that she not she broke the rules. Like, Gemma wouldn't have broken the rules if Tiffany wouldn't have asked her a question. doesn't matter what someone asks you, you decide what you answer. So, I think that's just Gemma just trying to push the blame onto anybody else, but I mean, that's kind of what you usually do in a Big Brother house. One of these is crooked, but I don't even care. So, I mean, she just tried to push the blame, but John and Tiffany go outside and have a little bitch and talk about it, and they actually kill me together. When I see John and Devon, uh, John in New York together, they remind me of me and Devon. Like, we would walk away from everyone, start off the conversation being so annoyed, and by the end of it, we are laughing hysterically, maybe at people's expense, but that was our way of getting out how annoyed we were with people, of, oh my god... Let's just go and laugh at how idiotic these people are. So seeing John in New York together makes me miss Davon. Hey, girl, hey. So um, they play a Never Have You Ever. And again, not really anything too interesting. Nothing we really haven't learned about them. But we do get a good quote for Tiffany that um, she's cheated on 80% of the men that she's ever been with. Go on, girl. I ain't judging you. Uh, um, so... We have another good quote from her. At another, it's like, see, they're killing every episode. Every single episode ends with an amazing Tiffany DR. So, um, ooh, during Never Have I Ever, Scotty tells this vile story about like having to take a crap while having sex with a girl. I like could not even. And then he like humps Tiffany. But he's been doing a lot of humping of Tiffany, and she sure as hell ain't gonna push her off. So, um, she's then in the diary room with her last minute. DR session talking about best. This might be one of the best quotes of the season, or one of the best quotes of uh, BBUK has got a lot of good quotes, like counting money on a throne eating strawberries or whatever. I wish I could remember that one perfectly. But she says, once he dips his toe in the ocean that is Tiffany, he's never gonna return. Now, I don't even know what, like, where he's gonna go in the ocean? Is he lost at sea? Is this Moby Dick? Or, like, I don't know, but I just think it's so the, the ocean that is Tiffany. I'm gonna start calling myself the ocean that is Jason, just because why can't we all be oceans? So that's where we end our Saturday highlights, and we're now on to our Sunday highlights. Um, no hot water. <laughs> that's the ocean that's Tiffany. It's wet, honey. She keeps it wet. So, um, they have no hot water on Sunday morning, and then Big Brother announces why. It's because 
Although Stephanie didn't break the rules the day before, she had broken the rules the night after she picked her killer nomination because she asked other people to nominate her because she just wants to go home to be with Jeremy. Oh. So, um, Tiffany tells Stephanie that she gave herself an orgasm in the night. So, Tiffany is obviously so frustrated that she is finger gate and herself. And girl, go on with it. I ain't mad at you. And... Um, you're lucky that it's Celebrity Big Brother and they won't air stuff like that. Well, not that we would hear. But in a UK season, it's a uh, civilian. They don't mind if showing you diddling yourself, girl. They ain't got a problem with that. So now they hand out a secret task. The secret task is ruin Gemma's birthday. It actually is Gemma's birthday. But the house guests have to ruin everything that Big Brother tries to do for her. So they can actually win the real party for her birthday. So we have food fights between Darren and John. We have Scotty T taking her birthday cake and chucking it across the backyard. We have Tiffany acting like she's going to tell a speech about uh, Gemma. And instead, she just tells a speech about herself and her own birthdays. She had me uh, laughing and Gemma looks so confused. I don't know if she was onto it that this may be a task or she really thought everyone had like smoked crack that morning. Now, um... Gemma is, like, hiding in the toilet for the beginning part of this day because of the lack of hot water. And that, uh, she refuses to be entertaining and entertain the masses. She does this a lot. She Gemma really believed that she was the only entertainment on the show. Girl, I'm not going to say you weren't entertaining, but you were not the only thing watchable. So to act like... I'm going to sit in the bathroom because I ain't having this. It's just, like, silly. Like, I'm I'm kind of tired of her behaving that way because there is a little part of me that does like Gemma. Even some people that I was really not into, maybe, say, in week two, I have grown on me. Like, uh, John has redeemed himself a little bit. And Gemma was high up there and then fell down and then has, like, re-redeemed herself. Not totally, but in a certain sense... I do have respect for some of them. But we also have the normal nominations on this day. So, obviously, Daniela's already up. She can't be nominated. Everybody else nominates. Our tallies come in at Tiffany with two. Gemma's got three. Stephanie gets four. Darren has two. And Scotty and John both get one each. Now, um, they're all kind of expected on who they go for. That's why I didn't break it down on this person did this one and this one, because they're kind of expected and irrelevant. Nothing's going to change in the last week of this game. But because of this, the two highest vote-getters join Daniela in the eviction. So we have Daniela, Gemma, and Stephanie all up for eviction. Finally, our girl Tiffany is not up for eviction. Amen. Praise baby Jesus or the preteen one. So, um, Gemma gets her prize because they have officially ruined her fake birthday. So she gets a real birthday. They like throw a party for her and they give her a, um, I was going to say acupuncture. I'm going to say I'm at the nail salon all the time with my girls. Why can't I remember this word? Acrylics. She gets an acrylics job. She gets an Essex blow dry by a professional Essex person. Now, why don't you say a professional Essex hairdresser? A professional Essex person, which is actually the quote Big Brother used. Just sounds like, well, I guess I'm a professional Massachusetts person. We are all professional people from where we came from, apparently. 
But a professional Essex person is going to give her an Essex blow dry. Not She already had her hair blow dried in there once, but she was not having it. It wasn't what she was looking for. It was how your mama blows dry your hair and not how the bitch that does Brazilian uh, blowouts blow dries your hair. So, um, they get their party. We have a lot more flirtation between Tiffany and Scotty. Obviously, when you bring the liquor out, Tiffany gets very sexual or argumentative, and Scotty just wants to hump things. And, uh, but she is realizing that, an exact quote, that he don't want to get his dick wet, which is true. He ain't really interested in getting his dick wet with her. I think he's just doing it for fun, and she sees that. So, I don't really think Tiffany is thinking romantically. I think she's probably just trying to get her dick wet, too. So, um, now, <laughs> Tiffany and John ends the episode staying gossiping like me and Davon. Seriously, like, I, w God, me and Davon actually would have done well in Big Brother if we had a Tiffany with us. They would have voted her ass out first, and we would have been like, we good. But, um, brings us to our Tuesday, which is our live eviction. Like I said, we got Daniela, Gemma, and Stephanie up. And uh, we start the episode with Gemma, Emma, Emma, the host, coming out looking like the flying nun or something. I don't know what that coat or jacket was. I get it. You're wearing jackets. It's cold and you're pregnant. But she had a lot of okay jackets and outfits this year. And then she came out looking like a flying nun at that eviction. Um, Stephanie spends most of the episode talking about her same relationship shit. Again, girl, kind of yawn. We've already heard it. But she has been an entertaining person. She actually has done a lot more in the season that is relevant things to look back on than plenty of these other people that were going to be sitting in the final. So, um, really, they're talking about how Big Brother changes you and what it's like in there. And it kind of does. I think it changes you, but there's a... I mean... People don't really change. I still believe that people don't really change. Big experiences will change you. Big Brother changed me a little bit, but I will always be the core personality of myself. So I think these people acting like that Big Brother has really changed them in 30 days. I was in for 43, and I don't feel like I've been magnificently changed. I mean, if anything, I've been changed for the worst. I'm poorer than I when I went in. Bef uh, I, I, had, I went into Big Brother with more money than I got now. So if anything, it didn't help me nothing. But um, Gemma says that Big Brother is like camping, and I'll never camp. Girl, Big Brother is kind of like camping, except without the, like, starving to death. Well, that's Survivor, but funny funny note on that. When Big Brother people were bitching about, oh, we didn't have enough chicken or whatever with sitting with Kelly Wentworth, and she's like, oh, y'all didn't have enough chicken? So we spoiled, all Big Brother people spoiled in general. We have it really easy comparatively. So now we have this task for the day, and it's all these random tasks that all the housemates have to complete within 15 minutes as a group. Now Stephanie has to assign these tasks, and I don't really know where she gets her ideas of how she's going to assign them, but I don't think she was thinking very well in some of them, at least in one especially. But some of the tasks include like putting 10 wasabi marshmallows in your mouth, which New York does, and unwrapping a parcel, or as just a package or a present in the United States, um, with these oven gloves on, which, um, Darren does, or threading noodle needles in a shock suit. Now, for any of you that maybe have not seen a lot of BBUK, they like to use these shock suits, um, 
they're like sexual stimulator that they like stick on you. Kind of like when you go to the hospital, they like monitor you, but they like shock impulse you and they like stick them on your butt. And then they put you in like a, a spandex fetish outfit and they'll shock you. So she got like thread needles while she being shocked. She's being overdramatic and whatever. But honestly, I've seen some people like really freak out over that being shocked task. So I'm sure it really does hurt people. Um, week of mind, maybe. So, um, now, Gemma refuses to do her part of the task because she's just had her hair blow-dried and her task is to break eggs over her head. So she acts like she's gonna attempt it by, like, covering up her hair, but then once she tries her first egg and realizes that an egg doesn't break, like, with, like, the simplest, lightest tap, she's like, I can't, I can't, and gives up, and everyone's pretty much like, we're sick of Emma sucking at these, Gemma sucking at these tasks, and they're all pretty annoyed by it. I think even Daniela, which is Gemma's main confidant, really seems to be annoyed by it. Now we have um, Tiffany peeking on Scotty T in the shower. I mean, not the first time we've had this. Um, and then we come to our live eviction. And Gemma is evicted. The crowd boos her, like, continuously, like, especially through her interview. Especially when they talk about her being, like, lazy in tasks. I mean, she came out... To some roaring booze. But, hey, I don't really think Gemma cares. Gemma could probably buy everybody in that audience. So, she's really not worried about their opinion. Brings us to our highlights on Wednesday. See, we're chugging just along because we got a lot to talk about in the finale or more about to yell about. So, we had our task on Wednesday was a quiz. The reality stars versus the others. Or the maybe the normal stars, the real stars. So it's pretty much Scotty T, Gemma, nope, nope, Gemma's still there. Uh, Scotty T, Gemma, and Tiffany versus the actors. And the types of quiz stuff they're doing, we got geography, we got memory, they do spelling, general knowledge. The reality stars end up willing, winning, but I'm really impressed with actually Tiffany in this task because I did not expect her to be that intelligent or... I mean, people don't expect me to be intelligent, and I don't really think that I am, but a lot of the questions they were asking were sort of like riddles, like how much steam comes out of an electric train, like, and you have to, like, it's one of those critical reading type bullshits where find the real question, don't tell me how many mile per hour, that's just tell me there's no smoke from the train. So Tiffany actually surprised me that she kind of outsmarts these questions, so snaps to that. Um, Scotty T ends up saying that math is boss. Like, oh my fucking Lanta, Scotty T. I, you would be the last person I think that would be good at math. You didn't really seem to know that many other knowledge stuff, but you, math is boss and you know square roots? Can you imagine being a Scotty T's teacher in a school? Oh my lord, God bless them child. So, uh, I have a little comment here about, I'm in love with this John, and John calls Tiffany girl, but not girl. He says it like, G-W-O-R-L, like, you know, that girl, girl online, he girls her all over the house, and I'm loving it. They are a little gay mans. They're the best. I, mean, I think that's really what's helped my persona with John, or John's persona with me. I see him as a game player manipulator, but he hooked up with the other best player game player manipulator in there, Tiffany, and they rolling good. So, like... You know, keep your enemies closer. And I was fine with him being close to her. 
So, John now really tells Stephanie to shut up about being the most hated lady in UK and shut up about the Jeremy thing. Just shut it up because you clearly just got saved over Gemma. So, like, ain't nothing really that bad going on or else you wouldn't have been saved. So, now, um, we have a task. I'm on the right page, right? That was my Wednesday, yes. We have a task. The task is an award ceremony. Kind of like BBUK, they do, they hand out awards at the end of the season. God, I wish we did that. Well, not that I was there to be at the end of the season. But, um, the housemates actually vote for the winner. So, it's more just like a reason to show the housemates clips and hopefully have them kick off about something. So Daniela gets voted the most easily offended and the biggest bitch. And Darren gets voted as the biggest fence sitter. They show lots of people's bitching and talking behind their back. I think everybody seems to take it pretty well over the grain of salt, except Tiffany and Stephanie, but they're not really happy about it. But then again, most of the people were bitching about one of them comparative to one of the other people that weren't too angry about it. So, um, that Darren didn't just say some simple stuff to her face. She said to Darren, I'm really horny. And he was very uncomfortable by that. So he goes outside and tells Daniela, I'm uncomfortable by that. But he should have just said to Tiffany, Tiffany, that's nice, but I don't want to hear you're horny. I do like that Tiffany is straight to the gillet. So tell it like it is. I'm not trying to run around the bush or none of that shit. So I'm here for that. So um, they end up like resolving it. She calms. They shake on it. And then we have more of, like, a Tiffany and Steph bonding thing. You're seeing um, Steph pull closer to sort of Tiffany, maybe because they're the explosive girls or the two they're going to be angry. But either way, they're actually kind of a funny pair together. I think Stephanie can seem over the top by herself. But when you put her with Tiffany, Tiffany is over the top, and that's what we love. So there's, like, no going wrong with it together. Well, there could be, but we don't really see that. So we're on to our Thursday highlights, which is yesterday. Um, John seems to be having a really bad day just from the beginning. He does not seem to be having any of it. And Tiffany is in the DR still talking about his, like, skills and his game. So it just shows as much as him and Tiffany seem like they're a little pair, Tiffany is not, like, new to this. She's true to this. So now we have a secret task. And the secret task is between two housemates. We have Scotty T and Stephanie, and they have to compete to get the most attention. Now, Scotty T really just, like, runs around in his underwear, so you got my attention a little bit. And, um, but it didn't seem that attention-grabbing. If you have to really win a task based on just pulling attention, you're gonna have to do more than just put on some girl's underwear or something. So, um, Stephanie goes the full nines and starts, like, a fake argument about her panties again. And then it takes a, a liter of milk and throws it all around the kitchen. So now the kitchen is covered in milk. And nobody really seems to amuse by it. But I'm loving it. It has me... I was crying tears at it last night. And John gets, like, sprayed with the milk and doesn't even know what it is. And he does, like, that slow turn, like, what the fuck is happening? It is pretty classic. Definitely attention-grabbing. Definitely makes 
everything about her for a little bit, so definitely ensures that she wins the task. They ask the housemates who had more of your attention. Obviously, they pick Stephanie. But um, everyone is pretty much done being furious about the milk all over the floor. Except John. He really seems to still be mad about it. Like, how epic is this milk in the air there? That, I've never seen milk catch gravity that way. So, um, definitely she wins that. The house wins burgers and beers for that, but John is still so furious that he's not even interested in the prize. He doesn't want anything to do with it. At this point, you're sort of just being petty. You came here to play a game. You knew there was going to be secret tasks. You knew there was going to be things that annoy you. You knew there was going to be messes. You got too many people in one house. You knew that things in there are going to be foul and dirty and nasty. You sort of have to get over it. But he sort of chimes on with that all day and drags his feet. Now, our, like, task for the day is this press junket. It's hosted by Vanessa Feltz, or Feltz, but it's spelled like Feltz. Um, she is from Big Brother Celebrity Big Brother 1. She was, I believe, the first evicted, or they kicked her out. She was only there for maybe three days. She violated a big rule when they had chalk. She writ on the table. She was writing all these fancy words about, like, being in prison and Big Brother. She really lost her shit in the house. But she has since become one of the most notoriable um, Big Brother housemates. She was famous before that, obviously, so she has other things, but she does bid on the side. When they had Big Brother's little brother, she was always on these side type of shows. Vanessa Phelps stays talking Big Brother, and I love her for that. Now, we also have Louisa Zisman is there. If you watch Celebrity Big Brother, and you've watched it maybe the last, even the last couple years, you'll remember Louisa Zisman was there. I believe she came in third place, which is usually the place the best people come in except this year, and um, she is just great. She was so great on her season. I love seeing Louisa. She has almost a different persona now than she did on her season. She was she was much more sexual on her season. You don't really hear that from her now, but you don't watch her like we did then. Megan McKenna from X on the Beach, who is an evicted housemate, is also there. So she's really there just to stir the pot between, you know, the Tiffany and Scotty shit. So um, the main highlights of this is really um, Tiffany talking very sexually obvious um, we get some very sexual quotes from her, um, but we get a good one from Vanessa Phelps talking about New York saying, who the fuck is she supposed to think who's dead? She's really reading John down about on when he tried to rile everyone up against Tiffany on really the David's dead gate, which is still one of the most amazing things that have ever happened in television history, regardless of language, television program, or friggin' network, I don't even care. David's dead is one of the craziest things. People who haven't even watched Big Brother were sitting at my house watching that episode like, oh my god, the HBIC. Girl, I'm sad that she was, because I, I would call myself that if New York wasn't already that. And, but, bitch, she has me meet. She has me beat. But at the press junket, we have New York say, If I need to be penetrated, why should I keep that to myself? So, um, Louisa really asked her, do you think the prudish UK public, which they can be, the UK is very liberal, is about maybe nudity or swearing or things like that, but they don't really seem... Too okay with the sex thing. So, um, 
I'm with you, Tiffany. You want to be penetrated? Let everybody know. I am not worried about that. And I'm not someone who even really likes to talk sexually like that. It's If I say anything that's dirty, it's usually coming from a place of joking and not seriousness. But um, I love it with Tiffany. Girl, you better tell everyone you're looking to get penetrated. Like, bitch, preach on. So, um, totally amazing moments with that. She gets into sort of like there's fans there as well. So Tiffany sort of gets into like a bickering argument with this fan. Of course, this fan came for the wrong one. She didn't know. Obviously, she's never watched Favor of Love. Don't come and try to have a slick question for uh, New York. Because don't start nothing because New York will end it. Don't start nothing. There won't be nothing. Because New York slapped that bitch down like, take the mic from her. Because I'm going to get up and beat her ass in a second. That's not an exact quote. But that's what she was thinking in her head. Um... Now, Tiffany sort of, like, has a little bit bickering argument for Scotty T afterwards because she thinks that their relationship is going to change, like, after seeing Megan and after discussing their kissing with Megan. But Scotty T just tells her, like, no, relax, nothing's going to change because nothing was really going on anyway. I think that she just wants any attention she can get. So... And I don't blame her. I would you very deprived in there, honey. There was like one time Clay jumped in my bed for like four seconds and laid down with me and Meg. But I remember being like, "Yo, attention, please! There, you are so lacking of cuddles in that house that you just like eat that shit up." So we have a group DR session, which is usually how we'll end the episode before a finale episode. And it's usually a really kind of like heartwarming. Everyone sort of has like a jokey little time. So we have a nice little group DR session there. So this is where I said this is what my perfect finals would be because we're about to get to the finals episode. So this is not who I thought would win. This was in Jason's crazy wildest dreams. Who would he want these people to place? So I wanted Darren to come into sixth place. I just feel like he is a non-entity in there comparative to the rest of them. I would say John into fifth place because he has done a lot of entertainment and he has done a lot of scheming and stuff, but he has shown that it's from a place of maybe negative manipulation and stuff, and maybe some of these other people are a little bit more kind-hearted, so I thought that they were maybe a little bit more justful to be higher ranking. I want Scotty T into fourth place, because I think that he's been a nice guy, but he has he done anything other than be a nice guy and talk about the Scotty T persona that I could give a shit about? Um, I want Daniela to come in third place. I think that she has done a lot to maybe change around her past persona, but she also has done a lot entertaining. She definitely was one of these house housemates, house guests, whatever the hell country we're talking about, who wasn't afraid to have an argument, wasn't afraid to have a bitch. She definitely gave them plenty of storyline to air. The her versus Stephanie definitely gave plenty of airtime. I want Stephanie to come into second place, and I want Miss Tiffany New York to win. I think that Stephanie, as much as she has been almost terribly annoying with some of her storylines, and we're so sick of the Jeremy thing by some of it, looking back, it was something. A lot of these people may not have had that much going on, but she constantly had something, so we have to thank her for that. But now we're actually on to what our real finals are. Now, they play at the beginning of the episode the little bit of the, the day before the final day in the house. We get to see a little bit of what happened yesterday. And they play like a a guess who said it moment, like a guess who said it task. 
And, of course, we have some great TIFF moments there, but everything we have great TIFF moments. I wish I could just talk about everything that Tiffany says on this forever. Um, the They're shown into the house after the house guest guests. So they guess, like, who would have said the thing, and then they play them into the house to show what it is. So this is sort of like the task the day before. It's just trying to see if they can stir up any more shit by showing everybody what they've been saying behind each other's backs. This would destroy Big Brother USA because we're all just plotting against each other. There, they're, like, bitching about, like, you didn't wash your clothes and stuff. But they have a final feast. BBUK usually will end or do this on their finale episode with, like, a really heartwarming, like, closer final feast. Everyone's, like, a family. We'll never see that in BBUS, too. I mean, on day, like, three or four, we had, like, a round table at, bb17 where we like had dinner and everyone like went around and said like really sweet things about how they loved everyone and people were like getting sappy but it's like we hadn't even done any evictions yet i was sitting there like i'm not saying nothing like everyone had all these sweet things to say and i was just like i'm glad to be here like because i'm not playing that game with y'all but they have a nice little end feast and they play that game sweetie sweet okay so now we're actually into Let's get these people out. We got six people to get out in an hour and a half or so. Let's kick them out and do interviews real fast. The only thing about the finals is a lot of these people could have really long eviction interviews. We could ask them a million things. We could show them plenty of clips. But when they come out on finale, there just isn't the time to do it. So unfortunately, it's sort of like a really quick revolving door. and We got to get them out as quick as possible. So sixth place. So the first person voted out of the finale is John Partridge. Now, I knew that he was going to be in maybe the first half of the people to get eliminated out of the finale, but I was hoping that he would have a better standing than six. Um, but I was thinking that the only thing that maybe would have helped him with that would have been his relationship with Tiffany, which maybe could have hurt Tiffany more than it was helping John. Um, but before he comes out, they got, like, a juggler on the stairs. Why the fuck did they have a juggler on the stairs? They have never had anybody on the stairs but a random security guard sometimes. Never some guy just randomly juggling. What was that about? But the audience pretty much heckles him the entire interview. Uh, he doesn't seem terribly phased, but he's not afraid to get a little bit back. But, yeah, I'm surprised that he's in sixth place. Um, not that I'm heartbroken about that, but I just thought he would have had maybe had a higher standing. He did give them plenty of arable footage. He did contribute a lot more to this season than people like Darren Day. To me, he did not contribute anything. So we're at fifth place. Fifth place is awarded to Daniela Westbrook. Um, I think Daniela did a good job of maybe throwing away her former drug addict persona and being herself. And she may not look like the most pleasant, sweet or whatever person, but um, I think that she came across well. I end up liking Daniela, even with her sort of looking like Gemma's minion for a second. I think that I'm, I still liked her, but she comes into fifth place. So um, she does say that she would like Stephanie to win during her interview um, and she wants her and Jeremy to get together. The crowd is generally positive towards Daniela, um, and that's what she wanted, really, I mean, to change her perception, so I guess that's worked. And again, she's contributed much more to storylines and much more to the season in general than people like Darren fucking Day has. So, here we are. 
Honey Boo Child. Fourth place, Tiffany. I am about as mused as Twitter is. Oh, even the bookies were saying that she had a very high potential to win. How she got into fourth place, I have no idea. Now, side note to this, Scandal, Scotty T's friends have, like, hooked up Snapchat somehow that people were thinking they were sending Snapchats to the Geordie Shore people and they were actually voting for Scotty T to win. BBUK says they, like, invalidated all them votes or something. Like, they figured it out. They say they got it. But okay. So that just shows right there the type of fuckery we got going on. That this shit is like people are doing weird Snapchat rigging. Like, what the fuck? How do you even do that on a Snapchat? All I do is sing on my Snapchat and very tone-deafly sing. So, um, but yeah, me and Twitter are not pleased about this. Tiffany is robbed. And I say in BBUK, a lot of times, my favorite house guest always comes in third. Like, the best person to win always comes in third. And she's even robbed of the third place, like, amazing trophy. She is put into fourth place, which is really just, it really angers me. And it angers me that Darren Day is still there. Like, what did this man do? He bitched about one nomination from John Partridge for four weeks, did absolutely nothing but run away from Tiffany and be like, I'm scared of her. Well, how about you actually be like a man or something, Darren Day? How about you tell the bitch to back the fuck off instead of being such a damn pussy? Um, so... We do have some good quotes from Tiffany during her eviction interview, and she was just saying that she's too much bitch for that house. Like, girl, I feel you. Me too. Um, and learning how to say good morning to strangers and make coffee. Really about her learning how to play the game and maybe not be so flavor of love and be a little bit more strategic, put a fake smile on, Bobby doll cheeks it, girl. Now, um... She did say to Emma during her interview that, Emma, you would have kicked off too. I would love to see Emma Willis in the Big Brother house because I doubt that she would kick off. She would actually probably be a boring housemate because she seemed like she'd be very calm and subdued and probably not let that much get to her. So, um, talking about how she switched tactics to survive. I mean, I said this in very early on in my podcast that Tiffany was going to have to learn how to adapt in that situation and switch her tactics. And she did do that. So, um, she is totally killing this interview she is everything so now we're on to our third place and it's darren day luckily because he did fucking nothing he should have been out in sixth place why oh and i didn't even hate him that much before maybe this last week but this last week i was realizing like Gemma collins got evicted and darren day is still there that's like if we evicted Tiffany and boring-ass blonde Christina from Strictly Come Dancing was still there. It would be a travesty upon this earth. But it just shows that whoever votes in the UK is trash. The voting public over there is trash. If you voted today and you did not vote for Tiffany, you are trash. And I'm not afraid to tell you I will come pick you up in the dump truck myself. Because it is a travesty that Darren Day has come in third and Tiffany came in fourth. So, and it's a travesty that Scotty T and Stephanie are the final two. But let's just talk about Darren's interview. Oh, wait, there's nothing to say because he's boring trash. Why, 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 and bye, bitch. So, second place. So, this is really when we announce our winner. Brrr, between uh, Scotty T. Mr. I have a million followers and my friends rig shit on Snapchat 
and Stephanie actually been pretty much a main character this season, constantly was getting airtime, whether it was Jeremy or her own dirty antics, whatever the hell it was, Stephanie was the star, or one of the stars. She, Tiffany was my star, but if Tiffany wasn't your cup of tea, Stephanie probably wasn't either. But she got that time. She made sure that them cameras were on her. Whether she did it on purpose or not, they had, her storylines were all about her. Like, the reason I, like, probably, the reason I'll probably be never invited back to Big Brother USA is because I didn't give them no storylines, honey. They didn't have nothing to air of me because I was just sitting around smoking and talking. A lot of these people, like Darren and Daniela, are probably just sitting around smoking and talking. It don't mean they're bad people. But people like Stephanie are the, like, people that get the airtime. They're the Audreys and the Shelleys that are doing all this type of reckless shit and running into every which room saying this and that. That's the shit they want to air. So, Stephanie actually comes in second place, so Scotty T wins. Again, a travesty. I don't want Stephanie to win, but if it's her or Scotty T, Stephanie is way more of a deserving winner. Scotty T has really done nothing but be Scotty T. He's just a fucking name. His name is just Scotty T. Like, Scotty T, for anyone who is an American and doesn't really know him from anything, he is the UK situation. We loathe the situation here in the United States. The situation actually did Celebrity BB UK years ago, and I think was booted out before finals. They weren't that big of a fan of him, if I don't remember. If I might be, I might be wrong on that. He was not a winner or anything like that. So the friggin' situation. He is the UK situation. A idiot. He just an idiot. He's an idiot. He he's an idiot. And honestly, again, I didn't really mind Scotty T that much before this. But seeing how these final results came in, and that pretty much everyone that should have been in the top three is in the bottom three, and vice versa, just is actually ridiculous to me. I get it. I wanted Stephanie to come in second. I thought she gave us plenty of shit, but. I wanted Tiffany to win, in that Scotty T won just off of being Scotty T. He's on X on the Beach, which is airing on MTV UK right now. He's going to film Geordie Shaw, which is gonna be on MTV UK right now. Like, he, it infuriates me that people in that country voted for him to win. Everyone was watching this all over the world. I watch this all the time, but a lot of people that would not give a fuck about BBUK, we're watching this because it was a quality season and there was quality housemates to watch. We had bangers of people that have been going for a hot minute. I mean, David Guest, Angie Bowie, we had a million people towards the beginning of this season that were giving us storylines and all this shit. We had an amazing 31 days. This was a really good Celebrity Big Brother and they go and fuck it up the last day. Now, this is the thing about BBUS. Sometimes we don't really like the winners. That's fine. Not always going to like the winners. But the winners just don't pop up out the blue. You see when the season starts to go downhill. Oh, no, we're losing our favorites. Oh, it started now. Oh, no, it's all downhill from here. Up until yesterday, it looked like we were still good. It looked like, hell yeah, Tiffany going to win this and that. And we have fucking Scotty T being crowned the winner. 
And really, he don't really talk too much in his damn interview about other than saying, I didn't get into arguments because they are pathetic. Well, no wonder you weren't that interesting because you weren't in any fucking situations that were fucking even arable other than you dry humping people and showing Tiffany your dick. Um, in Stephanie's interview, she doesn't really get it as bad from the crowd as I thought she would. So there's a there's a silver lining to her life. She talks Jeremy, love self-worth and all stuff like that. So hers is actually more of a very serious interview. But look, she had so much more stuff to talk about than Scotty T. Stephanie's interview went on for like 10 minutes. Scotty T came out and they were like, yeah, you won. Let's play your best bits. Like, we ain't got shit to talk to you about because you didn't do anything. And that's what I hate is that these people that are already celebrities... I mean, they obviously all are, but some of them come in with such personas, like Katie Price winning versus Katie Hopkins. If you watch that season, Katie Hopkins was the star of the show. She was the deserving winner. But Katie Price comes in being Katie Price and has all these fans. It's Jordan, Katie Price. Of course she's going to win. I hate that bullshit. So this is where we're at. I'm fucking annoyed. Tiffany loses. Douchebags win. Isn't that just how the world always works out? Some big frat boy douchebag always wins some shit that he doesn't deserve. They play our best bits of the season that they always close out with, and it does show us, like I said, this was a banger of a series. Now, miss, many of you will never come to CBB again. I will be watching CBB until it doesn't exist anymore, which is hopefully never. Listen, if any Big Brothers cancel themselves, I'm going to kill myself. Like, Australia canceling is bad enough. If we cancel it in this country, I have to move. If we cancel it in every other country, I have to move to a new planet. But, um... It was. A, it was a banger of a series. It was a really good one. So if you never come back to CBB again... Just remember that this was good comparative. Even if you're not happy with who won and things like that, I'm not. But listen, here in America, we can't vote. So it is what it is. You have to watch it almost as if we have no say like we do in Big Brother USA. Let everybody decide who wins, but we're not players in the game. So unfortunately, that's our that's our finale. John in sixth place, Daniela in fifth place, Tiffany in fourth. Darren in third, Stephanie in second, and Jeremy in first. Not Jeremy. We wish Jeremy was in first. Shit, Scotty T's dumbass. So there we are, Eric. Oh? I have to unmute. Okay, I'm here. I'm here. Hey. I had to unmute. I never remember to unmute. <laughs> so, Jason, yes. what, what we're sensing is you are angry about these results. Uh, girl... I thought I was going to do a lot more yelling than I did. I'm probably saving it, even though it's like a blizzard outside. I'm still going out. It's Friday night, honey. I'm probably saving it until I'm with one of my girls, and I'm going to be like, bitch, you would not believe. I am so angry. This is a travesty. Mm-hmm. It is an absolute travesty. Well, you know what's not a travesty, Jason? What? Brace yourself. But you got over 16 thousand likes on this your last show Hi. people going crazy for you in the chat room and a few comments for you and chat room if you have any other questions for jason i'm looking at the chat room throw them in there now um first of all love three sons and the entire chat room hundreds of people uh said jason how you feel 
about Tiffany leaving is how everybody felt when you left on your season. Oh, but that's so early. You know, it's 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 the worst when you're at the final. So close, but so far. I wasn't even looking at the end game yet because, but thank you, everyone. I know everyone sends me love of like, oh, Jason, when you went home, but... You know, I didn't do as much as Tiffany, so I wasn't, you know, if I was playing BBUK with Tiffany, she would have been a more deserving winner than me. So I think my heart hurts not as much as when I got evicted because I'm self-absorbed, but you know. Well, they they loved you, Jason, and they, I think they're speaking on the love, and they're saying they loved you so much, and they Thanks. were all just as devastated. And that's why you were a pre-jury member to make top three of America's Favorite. Uh, Shelly Tucker uh, over on Twitter, Bama Girl, says, I don't really have a question for you, Jason. Just okay. want you to know what a fantastic job you did covering the show all season. So many people are saying that. So many people well, saying you. they never would have watched if it wasn't for you. Um, so they love you. And thanks for bringing uh, this into their life. Well, you're welcome. Thanks for watching it with me. Like I said, honey, I'm true to this Big Brother shit. Like, I'm not one of those super fans that say they're a super fan and don't know shit about shit. I actually live and watch this. So thanks for everyone for partaking with me. I'm glad I could in indulge and reinvite some of y'all into international BB waters. And they do love it. Cupcakes for Lily uh, in the chat room says, Jason, if Tiffany had one, would you have had a bottle of champagne or confetti poppers ready. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I was actually like trying to figure out like if Tiffany wins, what am I going to do? And I was going to do some like shit. I was actually going to run to the store and buy balloons. I was like, I'm going to go get some balloons right now. The dollar starting fry from my house. I was going to fill this room with balloons. Like, yeah, motherfuckers, we won. Like it was going to be like, it was going to be a presidential election up in here. Well, let me say this. I mean, I don't know what we can do with your first true love, Nikki. However, people, tweet Tiffany. What, what's her What's her Twitter, Jason? Ooh, I don't know. It's probably like Miss Tiffany Pollard. Okay, somebody in the chat room, tell us, tell me what her Twitter is. And as soon as she makes it out of that house and back into the homeland, we all need to tweet her and be like, Jason talked about you all season. At the J. Roy loved you. We need to make her know about these shows okay. so that she follows up with Jason. Okay. It's the least you can all do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on. Like, hook me up with a New York dinner date. Like, shit, me and her need a chain smoke together. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Maximus Mom says it's at Tiffany Pollard. T-I-F-F-A-N-Y-P-O-L-L-A. -L -L I'll tweet it out. I'll tweet it out too, and you guys can favorite it and uh, retweet it. But make that happen. Um, we got another uh, thing here. Jonathan apparently said on chat Snapchat he wasn't allowed to come to the finale because he left the show and said he can't believe Angela was allowed back, but he wasn't. And did you hear that, Jason? I didn't hear that, but I think that that's probably bullshit i mean there's been a lot of people who leave this show and are still invited back to finale i think actually in all of bbuk the only people that i can think that are never invited back to finale are people that are kicked out for mm -hmm. like there was the girl who said the n-word one time they kicked her out she's not allowed to finale the people who get kicked out for fighting you're not coming to finale just like we would don't invite chima to shit if you <laughs> do some shit to get kicked off you are not invited so I think that that's Jonathan probably just using an excuse 
because he's just too cool for school or he's regretting his decision of he thought he was so cool for school that he could leave and this show would probably be shit without him and now he sees lost opportunity everyone was still watching and maybe now he just feels like an idiot so he ain't gonna show up bye right. bitch nobody missed you uh it was it was Aaliyah garner who said it yes thank you Aaliyah. and jason i don't want to forget this we all know i have a horrible memory you need to give a shout out to bernadette bernadette who is your number one fan this show and has tipped you thousands of bars thank you bernadette that you didn't have to do that girl shout out to you though thank you very much honey and thank you for watching thank everybody like i can't believe people come back to this every week every jason your shows on you now have like oh, all of them have like over six thousand views just all of the best just live let's not even talk about itunes where jason's show is like top five my lanta so jason will be coming back i'm not even asking him everyone's like you have to ask yeah. jason to come back oh i wasn't asking i'm telling like, you it's a requirement J jason will be coming back jason's <laughs> part of why our, our family hashtag forever uh we we also liked uh you had many hashtags this show jason did i i which you would i think... never know what the hell mines are and then you tell me and i'm like oh yeah i did say that oh my god the best one was just oh my god what was it before chat room it won't let me chat like in the chat on my computer for some reason i had a i had you on another screen i had you right here listening but it was like bitch or something hashtag bitch or quit or i don't remember what it was uh <laughs> uh so many people saying how much they love you uh love when you say oh my lanta even though you retired it i tried to it still pops out tit birds everyone's gonna miss your tit birds tit and, birds and gash <laughs> i learned about the little sex shockers i i'm always like a second late finding the good pictures <laughs> i was like no i can't can't put that on yet um everyone's saying how riled up you are and that you are so sassy and they love it and they're sad the season's over because they want to hear you talk more about it it's okay. It's okay, though. Big Brother Canada is coming, so everyone doesn't have to do their Big Brother detox for that long, because we're going to have an amazing season of Big Brother Canada, so it's okay. But yeah, we, you know, it's sad. It's always sad when the season ends. It is. It is super sad. We are, I will say, Big Brother fans, so maybe Jason will come on uh, to this one, too. I'm not really so much doing it. Dana uh, is covering Big Brother Canada, but I will be guesting in sometimes with her. Uh, maybe nice. Jason will come on when I come on, but we're getting exit interviews every week. <gasps> we're ah. also going to the premiere and the finale and doing backyard interviews. Ooh, now, Jason. I might go to finale. Let me tell you this right now. Okay. If we're going the finale, mm -hmm. and if we have enough patrons to cover it, <laughs> I say we bring Jason with us to do backyard interviews of Big Brother Canada finale. Hell yeah, I would freak out. Um, yeah, I, I think we totally need to make that happen. I think we need to make that happen we'll so yes oh my god chat room yes chat room is going crazy over that idea uh <laughs> your reality recaps.com slash patron well if you fly coach i think we can afford it <laughs> yeah as long as it's coach i think we're we'll be good or maybe i'll just drive jason we can just take a road trip up to canada it's not that far say, it's not that far it's only eight hours um so all right jason everybody loves you so much oh and 
Will you keep doing you nows? People want to know, will you on your own you now keep doing you nows? I will. Because I've been doing this, I really haven't done any you nows on my account just because I've been like, nope, but sort of saving it because that's this is mainly what I'm talking about. But um, I, I am going to go back and do things on my you nows. I've had some people saying they want to almost rehash all of BB-17. Now, we're not going to like do episode recaps for that, but I might do one day where we just say, okay, guys. Hit me with your questions. Let's talk game. And so, yeah, I'm definitely going to get on my You Now game more. Not as much as a lot of people that do this. But I am going to definitely try to step up my You Now game. So look out for me, Hookus. Okay, perfect. And we'll tweet that out when Jason does that so you'll all know as well. But make sure you're following him um, on You Now. You can do that right now before you leave this show. It's at the J Roy on You Now also, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Perfect. So go ahead and follow him. Uh, Jason made my day. I'm going to try and figure it out. Um, he does have a. Oh, and you have a tip jar, right? I do have a tip jar. Okay, good. Because I was like, I will make that happen for you right away if you don't. Um, All right, Jason. Thank you so very much. You have so many fans that watch you. So many people that love you. Of course, you guys can follow him on Twitter at the JRoy. But Jason, what else? Is there any last words just for now that you want to say to all these people supporting you? Thank you for watching, everyone. Thank you for enjoying CBB with me. Thank you for making it a different type of season for me to to be doing recaps. So thank you, Eric, for that. And just thank you for everyone that's watching. And I love y'all hoes. (laughs) Well, I love y'all hoes. <laughs> we will be back. Um, who knows? Maybe I'll pop back on tonight. Oh, and you made it to second, I think, in guys. You were one, oh, which really That's is second. number. It's really number one, Jason. We have no chance to beat the shirtless 13-year-old. Oh, yeah, that's right. We, yeah. we don't have a chance. I'm taking that as we were a number one okay. in the hard, hardest category to be number one in. All right, everybody. We will see you guys uh, back. Uh, maybe definitely me this weekend. Jason's going to be on his, and officially John will be on his Monday show uh, fan show. We'll see you guys all later. Bye, everybody.